Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings and our memories, our hopes, our dreams, and then we make those characters fight for our amusement. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me here, as always, except for that one time, is Ken Knapsack. Glad to be back, Joseph, as always. I don't know if I can emotionally recover from having to make Admiral Raddus fight... (sighs) 
but I'm here, and I am at your side. He got his flipper slaps in, and that's what matters. Absolutely. Uh, big Admiral Raditz fans, if you're, if you're tuning in to Databank Brawl for the first time, if you got uh, sucked in by our big battle between Admiral Raditz and the slightly lesser-known Rogue One character, Beezer Fortuna, uh, welcome to Databank Brawl. So we get all this information from the actual StarWars.com databank on their website. A lot of times the entries have interesting little kind of perspectives that, that it seems like indication from Lucasfilm of how we should view this character, how we should feel about them. Very interesting. Sometimes the database entries are a little bit more straightforward and informational. I think we got a mixture today. Uh, hmm. Yeah, put together a special fight. Oh. A little bit of a themed fight. When you start twiddling your fingers together <laughs> like some kind of mad god, <laughs> I know we're in for a fight. <laughs> so uh, I'll just introduce the first combatant, and the, the theme will emerge. Mm-hmm. Our first combatant is one of people's very favorite characters from the Clone Wars, Riff Tamsin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get deep into this, but first, here is the official StarWars.com databank entry. <laughs> For Riff Hampson. <laughs> it's one of my least favorite things in the world. Uh, here we go. Riff Hampson. A ravenous Carcarodon, Riff Hampson was a ruthless separatist commander placed in charge of operations on the waterworld of Moncala. Count Dooku tasked him to disrupt the fragile peace between the Mon Calamari and the Quarren. Though present on the planet as a separatist envoy, he secretly conspired with Quarren chieftain Nosar Ri to bring the Quarren into the war on the side of the Confederacy. Though Nosar believed he was doing what was best for his people, he had no idea of the true extent of Tamsin's wicked plans. That's his official databank entry. Now, if you haven't watched The Clone Wars, if you're not super deep into the Star Wars bubble, that sounds like, well, that's a random Mm -hmm. character from an episode. Sure. Here's what you don't know. Yeah. That's the guy who's just a big, mean shark. Oh, my God. (laughs) His name is Riff Tamsin. Uh, So we always venture into uh, Wikipedia to get a little Mm -hmm. supplemental information, see what else is there, and Ken gives us some uh, breakdown of uh, the vital statistics. Sure. So... What, what does Wikipedia have to tell us about well, this big mean shark named like Rift Tamsin? He, he is from Kakaris, which makes him Carcadon. How did you say it? I said Carcarodon. Carcarodon, okay. Carcaris, Carcarodon, uh, gendered as, as male. Uh, he is uh, 2.21 meters. He's tall if he's standing up on his hind flippers. Uh, <laughs> eye color black, skin color blue and white because he's an effing shark. <laughs> Uh, He's a shark, Joseph. Yes, he is a shark, and he is not, uh, I would say, if you watch these episodes of Clone Wars, a nuanced shark. He is is evil, <laughs> is gruff, as one would expect He's got a big sh- war shark to be. He's got shark teeth. Look, look, here's the thing. <laughs> We're going to get into feelings. Admiral Akbar, Admiral Radis, two characters I love with a passion. Yep. You guys have heard me go on and on and on about Admiral Radis. I legitimately really love that character, and I love Akbar too. And I get it. They're Mon Calamari. I've had fried calamari for dinner. Uh, we know what they are. Even as a young kid, my mom and dad pointed out, oh, that's kind of like seafood. Yeah. And uh, so I, I get it. <laughs> If George felt it was okay to create these characters that are basically, you know, squid people, I'm paraphrasing yeah. uh, what they are, um, uh, paraphrasing the description. But I, I can understand how someone can say, hey, we need kind of an underwater-based villain because we're going to have a, a, a series and story uh, for Clone Wars set on Moncala. I understand. Yep. 
I understand where you're thinking. Let's have him shark-like. But at some point, Riff Tampson <laughs> became a shark. He became a shark. And then I think to add perhaps insult to injury, mm-hmm. they went through creatively and said, but could he have a really cool name? No. no. <laughs> Let's give him the name of some guy who played surf guitar in the 60s that you never heard of. <laughs> so Riff Tampson in the two tones, uh, except he's a shark. Um, yeah, and, you know, the, the uh, aquatic... Mm-hmm. design here is highlighted because the story in Clone Wars is the Quarren mm-hmm. are what we knew as youngins as the action figure squid face. Right. So you already have two different kind of squiddy, fishy guys. Sure. Uh, so you introduce a third. Yeah. And this one is just a straight up shark. And again, I understand it. Squid face was reminiscent of a squid. Yep. He had the face of a squid. <laughs> But he was reminiscent. Exactly. So you would be char- you would be fine with a shark-like character, like uh, a character who had like a, a weird, uh, like tentacle head, like Kit Fisto, but then had sharp teeth sharp and razor teeth eyes, something like that. And I'm okay with them swimming around. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Fine yeah. with that. I'm not here to throw stones at the wonderful people behind Clone <laughs> Wars because I love that series. But every time we talk about trying to get people interested in Clone Wars, I have to warn them ahead of the, the way. Oh, is there some Jar Jar episodes? Yes, there is. <laughs> but you're going to be okay with Jar Jar stuff. Skip what you don't like about the Jar Jar stuff. But I need to warn you that there is a shark villain and a frog officer. <laughs> okay? Just warning you now. And not for a second. Multiple episodes. Multiple episodes. Long arcs. Of Rift Hampson. So I think we've addressed his, his... Well, actually, can you describe a little bit more? Like, what is his suit like? Um, he... i got to get this picture up here. He is... Because uh, he's a Separatist. Uh, but there are the, the uniforms of the Separatists... Uh, well, I was going to say the Republic is more reminiscent of what became the Empire, obviously. Yeah. But his... His uniform reminds me of, like, an Imperial officer type of uniform. Okay. He's got his insignia. He's got a little shoulder armor, um, and, it, and it's like a white uniform, blue tinged a little bit. It matches his skin color, uh, blue and white. Dear God, I wish people could see this picture. <laughs> uh, and he's got he's got flipper feet. It looks like he hits the gym. Um, he's a buff shark. That's shark He's a buff shark. And he, he's swimming around. <laughs> Uh, and he's got a he's got like some sort of trident or like a electrical pokey thing, right? Because he he tortures the hell out of out of Anakin, I believe. Yes, he he yes, sends a right. lot of electricity under yes. water. Yes, uh, through our hero Anakin. With is it like a pike? Is it just mm-hmm. a straight up trident? Because I, we don't know I, that we're underwater yet. I don't have that picture to show you, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, um, he, I could say this, uh, during the Battle of Mon Cala, uh, Tamsin General used his fists and teeth to attack opponents. Yeah. During the final phase of the battle, he killed foes with explosive knives, which in the end also proved to be his undoing. Right. He was, uh, had a re- reputation of uh, as an excellent warrior. Yeah. He was able to hold his own in combat against Jedi Master Kit Fisto, who mm-hmm. was featured in his episodes. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So Ken emotionally <laughs> needs to move on from Rift Tamsin. Our violent shark warrior. Right. But it's okay, because he's going to be facing somebody who I think annoys you even more. (laughs) From the Star Wars animated series Rebels, Mm -hmm. we have As Morrigan. Here's what StarWars.com database has to say about Mm -hmm. As Morrigan. 
slovenly and greedy, as Morgan was a gangster of unknown origin who dealt in the trade of rare and often illegal goods and services. His base of operations was his ship, the Merchant One, populated with servant droids and his own henchmen. While feared by many, as Morgan suffered a major embarrassment when he was double-crossed by Lando Calrissian, resulting in the loss of the crime lord's hard-to-find puffer pig. Now, uh, we can get into As Morgan, but I've decided to do something, something special. Yeah. Rift Hampson's a, he, he's a deadly warrior. Yeah. He has explosive knives and he's yeah. a shark. Yeah. So As Morgan can't stand up to him by himself. Uh-uh. So As Morgan is also going to have with him eight puffer pigs. Here's the official <laughs> StarWars.com data bank entry about what a puffer pig is. The puffer pig is a rare creature whose comical appearance and odd traits mask a hidden value. With a small, plump body, two large eyes set far apart, horn rows on their back, and a prominent snout, puffer pigs are not physically impressive animals. In addition to their strange look, the creatures balloon to more than triple their size when frightened. Puffer pig's real gift is their sense of smell, particularly for precious minerals. In the age of the empire, when mining was restricted, this ability led to the trade of puffer pigs on the black market. So we're going to get into As Morgan and the puffer pigs now. Remember when I said you were a mad god? <laughs> a cruel god, too. Puffer pigs featured prominently in the episode with Lando Calrissian. Uh, as uh, Hera Sandula said to Lando, but why is it important to get this pig here? Because a puffer pig has a nose for precious minerals. It can do the job of a dozen mining scanners. Oh, boy. So this is when you are concerned about rebels, when you have doubts about rebels. Uh, mm-hmm. Because rebels, I think, is uh, trying to appeal to both uh, adults who get deep into the minutiae of Star Wars. Yep. And also be kind of fun and have a sense of silliness uh, for all yep. sorts of demographics. Uh, when, when you're wrestling with that, yeah. when you're pointing that out. hmm Puffer pigs are your go-to example. I mean, you've heard me here on Force Center say many times, uh, making jokes and references and lobbying insults, uh, at lobbying insults at the puffer pigs. I, I, and look, if you have a young child or a younger Star Wars fan or you yourself out there listening love the puffer pigs and have no problems with the puffer pigs, it's fine. We're going to be friends. We're yeah. good. Um, I just still to this day don't understand what I was watching. No. When Lando comes back to the Star Wars universe, voiced by Billy Dee Williams, and he has to deal with something called a puffer pig. <laughs> and I'm, you know, we generally are very celebratory here, Joseph. Yes, we are. And I, I, I just have a couple little pet peeves that get me going. Puffer pigs are one of them. As Morgan, not so much. Yeah. He can live in this world. Maybe okay. we'll kill him here today. What I like about As Morgan is he is uh, based in large part on original Ralph McQuarrie designs for Jabba the Hutt. Okay. And designs, I remember crystal clear because it was in that little magazine I yeah. had about the making of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, okay. And so when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's the, yep, that's right. It's the thing. So I get it. I get it. And I'm used to, by this point, some of those comical gangster characters in both Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. Um, but this, uh, he's, he's not the greatest Star Wars character ever, but he's definitely not Rift Hampson. No, no. Uh, so, okay, you're not going to get uh, the black series of Puffer Pigs. Your pet peeve. The Puffer Pigs are Ken's pet peeve. <laughs> I almost, uh, though, feel I would, would have to. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to get two, because one yeah. normal size and one puffed up. Oh, boy. <laughs> they are Puffer Pigs. All right, so let's get into uh, a little bit more detail about Asmore again. Uh, get a nice physical description, because this guy is a mm-hmm. big melty pile of snot that we're supposed to be afraid of. <laughs> 
right? He uh, he's got um, a big big jowls. Like I mean, it's one big giant double chin, um, but it's giant, and he's got an orange, almost pig-like face, like a pig-like snout. Um, but some little like elf-like ears and some big puffy eyes around his, uh, uh, you know, he's got, uh, his eye sockets are just big, puffy, <laughs> almost alien. But look, uh, you probably run into this guy at a bus station in Fresno at some point. Apologies <laughs> to Fresno. Um, big gut, uh, wears kind of a green and white kind of space jumpsuit. Um, I can't remember his, I remember his voice being particularly annoying as well. Yeah, I, I did not have the time to research both Riff's voice or Asimor again, but I think they're both exactly, when you showed a person what voice would come out of these characters, it's that voice. It's that I voice. think Riff is... Yeah, yeah, Riff is that. And I think Asimor is... With like a voice that says, yeah. I have two chins. Exactly, exactly. And look, these kind of characters, I said, they, they belong in the Star Wars universe. Absolutely. They totally do, but uh, the execution of them is questionable. Now, I'm here to fight fairly. I'm here to um, to, to, to play this fight out in, in a way that will keep the spirit of the show alive. I'm not intentionally, you've chosen well, Joseph, because <laughs> I don't, much like Radis last week, where I tried to, you know, keep a, keep my uh, cards close to my vest as, as much as I could, as much as, because I love Radis, uh, my hatred for Riff, and my uh, apathy for as Morgan, and absolute hatred for the Puffer Pigs will be kept at bay. Yeah, and I think we always find ourselves in interesting places in Databank Brawl, because we think we know what we feel, and then as we tell their story, we discover other things. Uh, for myself, I think these, these these guys represent the extremes of both animated series of Clone Wars mm-hmm. and Rebels. For me, they are in that camp of I like Star Wars uh, when it's really, really uh, deep and interesting and alien designs that you would never think right. of in deep philosophy. And then there's that middle ground where I get upset. And then there's <laughs> when it goes all the way off of breaking every chart. That yeah. when it gets to that point of like, why did no one stop? No one was in a room and said, Really? Then I love those characters. And I, I love Rift Hampson because he is so, like, really? Should this have happened? And same thing with the Puffer Pigs. Yeah, yeah. And look, hey, there's a place for this in story and out of story. I, if you watch the Cantina or Jabba's Palace, there is no doubt that George Lucas, prior to even special editions, put some weird, wild, crazy stuff in there. Absolutely. So I... I for anyone who wants to push back on me and some of my negative attitude towards these characters, by all means do. But know that I, I understand Star Wars and silliness do go hand in hand, yeah. as well as Star Wars and serious. So there's a place for this. Yeah, and look, look, I'm telling you, let go of your hatred. Unleash it. <laughs> Bleed your okay. kyber crystal and make it okay. red, because I think part of the fun of these characters is hating them. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Uh, okay. okay, so uh, just a, a quick review, um, just kind of because I like to pull from the actual databank. Uh, Rift Hampson is pretty clear that he is a fierce warrior. Mm-hmm. Now, as Morgan, we are told that he is slovenly and greedy. Mm-hmm. We get that. I think there is an actual shot of it's not coming out of his, mm-hmm. him at some point. He's slovenly and he is greedy, but it also says uh, that he is feared by many. Yeah. So we should take that into account. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a successful gangster. He's a crime lord, yeah. Uh, yeah, in the Nar- Puffer- Nar Shada, which has a lot of history being. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the Smuggler's Moon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Okay, so do you feel like you need to uh, let anything else out before we begin? It is all. 
What did you see, Ken? What did you see on you? <laughs> um, again, from the Wilds of Wikipedia, personality and traits. As Morgan was extremely lazy, only walking when necessary. <laughs> he loved to eat, this, one, uh, this being one of his favorite pastimes, and he had a large number of men to do things for him. He's also impatient, hot-tempered, and rather gullible. Okay. Okay. It's technically true of Rift Hampson that he also doesn't want to walk. True. He swims. Wants to swim. <laughs> All right. All right. Here I'm we ready. go. Let us fight. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Yes. As always, we start by uh, deciding where and when this fight is taking place. I think both of these characters, mm-hmm. uh, we can. Riff doesn't die in the Clone Wars that I remember. Yeah, he does. He, he does. does. Oh, he, he does. does. He, he does. does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, that's. Oh, I, I apologize. Well, sometimes uh, on the show we stretch the bounds of yeah. canon. Yeah. Let's go ahead and send Asmore again back. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so we'll be in the mm-hmm. Clone Wars era, which we don't visit very yeah. often. Yeah. What? Mm, do you have an idea where you want to take the, mm-hmm. the planet? No, uh, here's no, an no. idea. Uh, so we're going back to the Clone Wars era. Yeah. But I want to incorporate something from newer canon. Okay. Because I like when things stretch far and wide. When Mustafar showed up in Rogue One, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's it, awesome, it, yeah. It's, it's, that w- planet would be there. I hope Naboo shows up in Last Jedi or Episode Nine. I, I really would like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Legitimately would like that. This fight is going to happen on Scarif. Ooh, yeah, we got water and land. Water and land, and it's a kind of a far enough away under the radar planet. The Empire has not grabbed it yet. We're still in the era of the Clone Wars. So maybe as Morgan was looking to have a new stronghold. Yeah. And wanted to stretch his wings out uh, and find a new place to, uh, you know, he and, he and his crime syndicate to kind of re- relax, you know? It's a beautiful land. He gets there, it's like, a, it's like a resort planet. Yeah, it's like a resort planet, so he can build yeah. up a nice base there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's got some puffer pigs. Yep. They're not as valuable in this time no. as they were during the Empire's reign. Right. But he just brings a, a collection of eight puffer pigs. Yep. With him, wherever he goes, because if he figures, I'm slovenly. Yes. And if I can basically go and build a kind of criminal base slash resort hangout for myself, might as well just send the puffer pigs around the island to sniff out if there's anything valuable here. Yeah, around and he's got some men with him. But what he's done is he's landed, and and we'll we'll make our own as Morgan kind of non-canon voice here. But he's like, guys, uh, could you go out and scout the planet a little bit? I'm gonna sit here and make sure the puffer pigs are okay, and they're gonna look for some minerals around this island. So Scarif is a series of islands, at least the area we know yeah. from Rogue One. So as some of his men go out, and I don't consider the, I don't think they'll be a factor. They're just they're far and wide searching the planet. He's plumbing down on like what's the space equivalent of a lawn chair with uh, 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 an umbrella over his hand and maybe a space drink and the puffer pigs are just sniffing around this island yep sometimes they sniff him to see if there's any minerals inside him that are valuable right it right. tickles a little snot comes out of his nose and he's just sitting there relaxing <laughs> i'm having a good time yep he's enjoying a nice adult beverage mm-hmm. uh but what he didn't know about scarif yeah is that a ship crashed there yep Carrying a vicious, not shark-like person, mm-hmm. but indeed just a shark. shark who totally lifts because yeah. he is ripped. Yeah. Uh, so Rift Hampson's uh, ship crashed. Mm-hmm. It actually crashed on an island a ways away. Okay. Uh, and uh, the other uh, cracked rodents uh, are not as uh, strong. Right, right, right. fit. No. Uh, so I think Riff actually got a little injured. Carcarodon, uh, uh, the other Carcarodons. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, they're not. They, they're no. not as tough. They have they have weaker names like <laughs> Sif Wamson. Not as tough as Riff Tamson. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and they die. Whiff Blamson. Whiff Blamson. Just total sucky names. Yeah. Yeah. So they weren't strong. They died, and they died. and Riff is a little injured. But he knew they did. If I can just sort of uh, flap myself into the sea. Mm-hmm. Sort of undulate across this beach. Lucky that I landed on a mostly water planet. Right. I can, I can get healthy. 
Yeah. So he's under there, and he's uh, he's swimming around, and he's he's checking to make sure he still has his weapons. He's still loaded down yep. with exploding knives. He still has his <laughs> uh, his uh, energy poker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he thinks this will be okay. I just need to find a place with civilization. Mm-hmm. So he swims up onto the shore, right? Yeah. Flippers. He shakes his flippers out. Now him on shore is not elegant. No, 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 no. Uh, he no. swims cool. He can't. He can't walk cool. Mm-hmm. Now you've been looking. Refresh my memory on, on yeah. what's going down on downstairs by his feet. <laughs> Not that downstairs. Even keep, lower. Keep the sub basement. Um, they are flipper feet, but they're feet. But they're feet. They're t- on two separate legs. I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, this is, this is going to be important to his skills in navigating land. Right. I'm going to Google image search that um, just to make sure. I want to get it right. Okay. So we're going to find out, uh, dear listener, as we look this mm-hmm. up, if he is full flailing across the land, mm-hmm. if he's hopping yep. on one leg, or if he's got two flippers to work with. And there's a surprisingly uh, an unfortunate large amount of uh, Rift Hampson artwork out there. Um, <laughs> did you go to rifthamsontumblr.com? No, uh, I did not. But, um, yeah, two separate the legs with uh, flipper feet. Okay, so he's got two separate feet. So he's still not elegant He's because he's kind of flapping. It's not right. It's not a scary sound. When you're flapping across a sandy beach, no. So he no. gets up on the beach and right. he's all thump, 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 thump. not not an attractive noise at all at all. Uh, as Morgan, in fact, thinks maybe that noise is coming from somewhere on his disgusting little body. Yeah, yeah. Like he just kind of goes, "Excuse me, oh, wait, that wasn't me." And he just looks around. He he hears this sound and it walks over to him. And I think. Uh, this doesn't start as an immediate fight, even though as Morrigan is hot tempered, mm-hmm. uh, you know he's lazy, so he's very comfortable. And he's yeah. like, "Who are you?" Yeah, and Riff Tamson's got that big shark voice. Yeah. I'm Riff Tamson, and I'm taking your ship and getting off this planet. And I think uh, as Morrigan is like, oh, "I don't know, I don't know what to do about this." Uh, sit, sit down. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, so, yeah. Frick down. Uh, Riff Tamsin uh, is continuing to walk. He's like, I yeah. am a shark and I must always move forward. I cannot sit down. As sharks are <laughs> apt to do. If I stop circling, I'll die. Right. Uh, so he, he's he's flapping around. This is not a menacing sound. This is not a menacing look. He's walking in circles around As right. Morgan. Uh, so it's this weird standoff. And As Morgan is trying to think what to do, a yeah. puffer big turns. Mm-hmm. And it advances, sniffing, sniff, 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 and it uh, it gets up to uh, Riff. Yeah, starts sniffing, sniffing. Turns out those exploding knives. Ooh, a lot of minerals in that. There's a lot, there's some sort of mineral that's what actually yep. makes them combust. Yep. So the puffer pig puffs, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, Riff is is taking it back a little bit. Oh yeah, like is this? A, is, yeah, he, I think he's he actually, smart. He's intelligent. He knows what he's heard of puffer pigs, but he's never okay. seen one. He doesn't. He's not above water a lot. Yeah. He, they're actually funnier than he thought they'd look. Like, and he thinks he's seen a lot of funny things. Yeah. He's had people laugh at him. In fact, yeah. it's one of the reasons that he's so angry because people oh, have yeah. laughed and just been like, "Look yeah. at your head." Yeah. Uh, so he he knows what it is to be laughed at, and he can't help himself. He knows he wants to be imposing uh, and threaten right. this little As Morrigan guy, uh, but the puffer bigot amuses him, and he, he laughs, <laughs> and he tries to compose himself. <laughs> He tries to get really mean and nasty again, and uh, now now and there's another pig, and mm-hmm. it immediately boop, yeah, boop, boop. 
and now it's just like it looks like a, a strange, disgusting children's birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> like the Puffer Bigs are balloons, and From it's Riff Hampson's birthday. Worst Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade <laughs> ever. Uh, yeah, so now he's getting surrounded by yeah. this, and now as Morgan's kind of excited, what, yeah. What do you got on you? I, I, I've I've lost the voice. I can't believe I lost the as Morgan voice. What What do you got on you? Do you have any minerals? <laughs> you harboring minerals? Yeah. And uh, in Riftan's like, well, they're smelling at my knives. And he yeah. whips a knife up. Yeah. It punctures a oh. puffer pig. <laughs> puffer pig everywhere. Yep. <laughs> this poor, dead, wilted puffer pig. Because it does kill it. <laughs> it Definitely Joseph kills I mean, it. Definitely having, kills the puffer pig. We're having fun here. Yep. But we got to be honest to it's physics. Dead puffer pig. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> and it smacks as Morgan in the face. Yeah. He well, has to wipe away this valuable, uh, rare, cute well, creature. What have you done to my puffer pig? I punctured your puffer pig. So as Morgan puts aside his drink, he stands up uh, slowly. Mm-hmm. As he is wont to do. He try, str- struggles. It's like my grandfather trying to get out of a lazy boy. He just can't. Hold on. Don't bleep. I'm getting up. So he finally stands up. <laughs> puts down his drink. And and lumbers right up to Rift Hampson. You, know, mm-hmm. you don't become a crime lord by being afraid of anyone. No, as Morgan, he yeah. can be intimidating. Yeah. And he kind of, pun intended, puffs himself up a little bit. Just kind of like shoulders <laughs> up. And it's like, this is my island. Yeah. And Riff's like, you haven't claimed this. Oh, I don't see no no flags, no no station, no base. You're just sitting here drinking like a lazy, lazy scum. Yeah. And I think, uh, and I think Riff adds a, like a sharky growl. <laughs> and as Morgan, uh... Back off. And he gives him a little push. And this should be nothing. As Morgan's, he has arms like wet noodles. This Mm -hmm. should not be effective. But since Riff is not good at standing with his flippers, he goes falling over. Yeah. And the puffer pigs go, boop, 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 boop. They're, they're bubbling around. The other puffer pigs are starting yep. to make their way over. They're so excited by all yep. these uh, death minerals that he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Riff hits the ground. Yeah. His uh, face in the sand. Oh, sand poofs up everywhere. Sand yeah. poofs up. This is a disgrace. It now, is. he's good at pushing himself up because his arms yeah. are made of muscle, muscle, right? And he's like, I, I'm in, inside. Yeah. So I'm, a sh- I'm a shark. Yeah. This thing is can barely speak in his dribbling snot. Yeah. It, it needs to die. I must kill it. Yeah. So I think he pushes himself up, and I think he goes on the attack. He goes on the attack, but he, you know, again, Riff is a fierce warrior. He's smart. He, is, he knows what he's doing. He knows that whoever this fat, <laughs> corpulent, massive creaturism is, uh, creature is, uh, he has somewhat of an advantage if he's on the sand. So... Riff grabs on Taz Morgan and just yanks them as hard as he can. Oh, nice. And they go into the water. Yeah, so he just throws them yeah. both. He yeah. launches. So he yeah. throws them both into the water. Kind of slingshots him almost. Yeah. Um, and jumps in. Now, the water is shallow, as we know on the beaches here of Scarif. Yeah. You have to get a little ways out. If you're, say, a stormtrooper, you can wade through it. Uh, we won't get to see it in a movie, yeah. but you can wade through it. Um, so, um, yeah, that's what happens. So, so, but this, yeah, this is now going to be like an epic battle in a kiddie pool. Yeah, absolutely. But as Morgan is, he gets on his feet as best as he can. Riff is kind of, you know, realizes that he has to get him deeper. 
as Morgan as Morgan tries to <laughs> distract him, the only way he sees possible, uh, much like a kiddie pool, he reaches down and just starts splashing water up it. Right, as Morgan. Yep. All right. Just, yeah, with his big, what powerful... What are you doing? And he's roaring like a vicious shark. First time in the history of Star Wars that water splashing has been used as a defense <laughs> weapon. Uh, and what happens is the, the puffer pigs realize mm-hmm. that their master, they spent a lot of time with yeah. As Morgan, and they're loyal. Yeah. And they think he needs help. And they basically, two of them run up, mm-hmm. get under As Morgan's little arms, and basically puff up and become little water wings <laughs> <laughs> so that he can just float on the surface of the water. So As Morgan's a little deeper now. Uh, and Riff is just annoyed more than anything. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. this shouldn't happen. And he's kind of having to shuffle because he yeah. needs to keep moving. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's kind of shuffling from flipper to flipper. Mm-hmm. And he's got he's got the explosive knives. Yeah. And, you know, Riff Tamsin is vicious. But he was maybe like, I want to find some information about this guy. I don't want to just yeah. kill him because maybe he has a ship somewhere because I don't see where the he ship could, is. He could report back to Dooku that this is, uh, you know, someone who's helping uh, the Republic or yeah. the Jedi. He doesn't know. Yeah, so he doesn't want to kill him, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he's starting to think, like, no, this this, this little might have to happen, bastard yeah. needs to yeah. die. Uh, yeah. So I think he he uh, he knows that if he pulls an exploding knife, the puffer pigs are going to be on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he, he gets his, his lance thing out. Yeah. And I think he manages to get it up above the water, and he just he drives it right into As Morgan's jowls. Oh wow! Yeah, and I cuts deep. Big shock. <laughs> but As Morgan's jowls, they can take a lot. Oh, right? they can take a lot, and it is a it is a gross sound. It's just like a. <laughs> <laughs> Even some air coming up. Yeah. Jowls and electricity dancing yeah. a macabre yeah. ballet together. Yeah, uh, and the puffer pigs are kind of floating away at this point. Right? Yeah, yeah. As Morgan f- splashes down into the water, yeah, he's just almost face first. Yeah, and like this caused him a lot of pain. But he's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the jowls are are heavy. Like they're almost armor. Mm-hmm. They're flabby armor, flabby neck armor. Yeah, and he's got some long arms too. Yeah, right. So I think Riff tries again. Mm-hmm. As Morgan, flashing back to the days of his youth, shows some great reflexes, grabs on to the trident. Oh, nice, nice. And puts all of his fat guy strength behind it and just kind of yanks as hard as he can. Oh, nice. Is able to get the trident out and holds it aloft as Riff kind of shocked and backs away. He's a shark pirate, and uh, uh, and as Morgan's like, stop, stop it, or I'll kill you. And Riff's like, you, you can't kill me. I'm Riff Tamsin. I'm a shark man. <laughs> I don't know if he'd be aware that he's a shark. Um, so they're at kind of this standoff. Yeah, they're they're tugging over this. Yeah, this energy pike thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good tug of war. Uh, they're, they're a fierce tug of war. It's growing and growing. And so there's a conversation brew between these two. Riff's like, who are you? Uh, and as Morgan's like, I am a vicious crime lord. Get <laughs> off my land. And uh, they're just talking and talking and talking. And uh, Riff is like, who, who are you aligned with? Yeah. And uh, as Morgan's like, I'm aligned with Hondo and whoever I damn well please. Yeah. So Riff knows... There's maybe no value to him, to his cause. Yeah. Dooku's not going to be too interested in no. a low-level crime lord. Dooku hates Hondo. Yeah. Hondo kidnapped him once. Right. Yeah. Right. And in fact, he knows that if he brings the head of this person back to Dooku, Dooku will be even more happy than yeah. just having him as a captive. Yeah. So he thinks, not only do I need to kill this guy, mm-hmm. I need to bring some trophy of his body and exactly. say to Dooku, 
I went out, I found one yeah. of Hondo's accomplices, right. and I murdered him for right. you. For you. Yeah, so now Riff, he's been a little bit injured. Yeah. But he now he has a goal, and he's like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to make this happen. Uh, yeah. So I think he... Uh, he does like a cool fainting move where mm-hmm. his, as Morgan is, is kind of pulling and poking, he pretends mm-hmm. as though he's dodging. But what he's really doing is he gets his big muscular arms on the pike. Yeah. And he uses the momentum and just throws as Morgan oh, flying through the air. Into the deeper portions of the water. deep into the ocean. Deep into the Scarif, waters of Scarif. Yeah. And Scarif Beach. And he's deep into Scarif Beach. Yeah. And, uh, if you've never been to the Scarif Beach golf tournament, I highly suggest it. <laughs> yes, there's a shark named mm-hmm. just Bing Crosby. Mm-hmm. It's just named Bing Crosby. <laughs> he plays golf there. Uh, so Riff Tamsin dives under the water, right. and now he's full power. He's swimming. He's in his full depth. Yeah. The puffer pigs realize... Our master is in true t- trouble. Yeah. All seven remaining puffer pigs yeah. get in the water and start paddling, paddling away. Out. Paddling away, paddling away. Yeah. Um, so Riff's got him under the water. Yeah. Uh, and now Asmargan is, he has, he, he doesn't have much that he can do. He already has trouble breathing on land. Mm-hmm. And now he is fairly deep underwater. Yeah. Uh, he's in trouble. I mean, the fight Almost could end now, but it's not. I mean, as Morgan, there's no way. There's no way you're going to beat a shark in water if you're a fat crime lord from Narshada. Uh, so um, I think Riff goes underneath the water, and he, he's swimming back up. And it's like one of those, you know, it's like like in real life, what sharks see if they see a swimmer, with they think it's like a turtle or something. And they're yeah. like, Argh. you just get this image looking up into the top of the water. You see this big, bulbous, fat shadow. A little bit of sun peeking through from Scarif's atmosphere, and uh, Tamsin is just swimming. Those slipper feet are. So he got he got distracted by something on the surface. Well, no, he's coming. He's racing up to okay. Morgan, and he's going to take a big shark bite out. Oh, of nice, him. nice, nice! Just right in the gut. Okay. All right, he's going to full on jaws him. Yes, yes. Maybe he doesn't take a bite out of him because Riff is not full shark, and he can't. He imagines that. As Morgan doesn't taste too good. No, no, no. He just wants to. He wants to hurt him. Yeah. He wants to cut him up a little bit. Yeah. And I think he does actually get a hold mm-hmm. of him, and he tears. And I think he Ooh. rips as Morgan's whatever he wears a little jumpsuit thing. I think. Yes. He rips his entire little jumpsuit off. Yes. Oh boy. Underneath is a not a naked as Morgan. <laughs> as Morgan has created body armor mm. that is made entirely of. Rare minerals. It protects his body, and in deep moments of trouble like this, right. it calls his puffer picker, puffer, puffer pig pigs. guards what? to his body because okay. the, 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 now the minerals are totally exposed, and the puffer pigs are just like little magnets. Right. So I think they all seven reach him. Right, they swarm around him. They form a protective barrier mm-hmm. around Asmore again. Yep, and Riff can't. So he's just swimming around, much like he does in the Clone Wars. He's just swimming around, kind of angry. Um. I know, where, I know where I want to take this here. but uh, So the puffer pigs, because they can kind of float, because they're puffer pigs, um, they kind of start moving their way out of the water. And as Morgan's like, mm, it hurts so much. But he know how in the world is he going to defeat this shark man? He is almost literally naked and afraid. Yes. Li- and- yes. So the puffer pigs start taking him to shore. Yeah. And uh, with, with seven of them there, they're going to move kind of fast. And they kind of get to the shoreline. And Riff kind of jumps up out of the water and says, like, enough. 
I'm going to kill him. I don't know if you want to determine the winner here. Well, I, yeah, let's let's. I, I, I can tell you got an idea, but yeah. I, I and we're going to come back to it. Yep. But I want to pause okay. and I want to reflect on before we end the narrative. What we've learned here today, <laughs> we've learned almost nothing. I want to reflect on what we who we think should win. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, intents and purposes. Riff should win. There's no reason that Riff Tampson should not win this combat. He has every advantage imaginable. He's a buff shark, for God's buff sake. Buff shark fighting in water. But I think he got a little cocky. I think he got a little uh, too confident. And I, I think as Morgan um, doesn't deserve to win. They both maybe deserve to die. <laughs> but... I think Riff needs to pay for being so cocky. Yeah, yeah, for always thinking that he is the big shark in yeah. the ocean. Yeah. Okay, so I am going to agree with you that uh, this should be an episode where the mighty must fall. And the yes. person that you think could never win mm-hmm. can win through their luck, their wit, whatever else we have in mind. Or a turn of events. So now, does, does our decision mm-hmm. jive with where you're going narratively? It does jive. Go for it. Can I take it home? Take it home. I mean, correct is needed. Change is needed. So the seven puffer pigs take as Morgan to the shore, and uh, they deflate, and he's just kind of there. He's he's hurt. He's dazed. He's confused. Where, Naked. Where, where am I? Ish. Riff jumps up out of the shore, out of the water, and he kind of, sh- I'm not finished this. And he, start, and he just focuses. He laser focuses on as Morgan. And he runs. He starts getting up speed. Um, it's hard to run water. If you've ever seen an episode of Survivor, he's, trying, he's trying to get through. Um, arms just like all. And he is, um, as Morgan has kind of, is actually on the face down, but he's facing. As Morgan can see this man approaching. Okay, he has seen the he's shark like, man. Oh, here I go. I'm going to die. Uh, Riff. Can't wait anymore. He takes a giant leap. He's going straight for the head. Jaws wide open. He doesn't care. He's tastes. He's going to take As Morgan inside him and, and yep. render him into just food yep. bits. And as he is flying in the air, one of the puffer pigs does what uh, someone protecting their master would do. <laughs> a deflated puffer pig jumps in front of As Morgan. Probably wanders, mm-hmm. smelling minerals, mm-hmm. and. Riff takes a big bite uh, of that puffer pig and swallows it whole. Oh, no. This is almost biblical. And then the puffer pig goes... Inside Riff Tamsin. Expands and just blows Riff up (laughs) from the inside out. Rips him apart. There's nothing you can do about it (laughs) when you've swallowed a puffer pig whole. So imagine... Just, just rips apart. There is mm-hmm. shark viscera everywhere. In fact, a couple of those exploding daggers go off. It is like if fireworks were made of knives and shark. It's just explosions <laughs> everywhere. Some of it lands on as Morgan's face, and he like wipes it away, and it's like, what happened? <laughs> he has no idea what happened. Yeah, he looks around, counts his puffer pigs. I only have six pigs left. <laughs> Where's that guy? <laughs> and I think one of the puffer pigs uh, goes to the sand. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it it noses, mm-hmm. moves its little nose around to indicate right. to its its master as Morgan over here, over here. And it is 
just the the meaty head of Rift Hansen. <laughs> and I think as our as our story ends, as Morgan reflects that the the true winners here mm-hmm. were the puffer pigs. Mm-hmm. And I think he says a few words for his fallen or popped puffer pigs. Yeah. And his henchmen come back and they yeah. slowly on the beach like, what's going on? They stick a a stick through Rift Hampson's head and they <laughs> they slowly rotate it over the fire. And at the end of the evening they all agree shark's pretty good. They have grilled Riff Tampson. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. That is our very, very vicious vicious foodie episode <laughs> uh, and sometimes we do make up our own canon you can imagine that riff gets cloned and he lives on forever but this riff tamson just got ate by as morgan and his hench people uh listeners thank you so much for coming back these episodes are so fun to do we learn a little bit about the characters and then we say just absolutely absurd things about them and have a ton of fun doing it i know i will never look at riff tamson as morgan or the puffer pigs again the same way. If you guys have people that you want to see fight on Databank Brawl, feel free to let us know. I'm always collecting suggestions. I'm always trying to, to get in ones that, if, especially if people, more than one person asks for them, uh, kind of want to have a balance. we got a lot of, we'll have some more Rogue One episodes coming up because Rogue One initially uh, didn't have much available on the Databank and now they got a lot. Got another special episode coming up next. It's a little bit themed. That'll be fun. So if you want to let us know, use the hashtag Databank Brawl. You can suggest a ma- matchup. You can suggest individual characters you can suggest eras of star wars you'd like to see characters from whatever you want ken where can people find you you can find me at cadnapsock and probably uh not in the good graces of anyone who loved riff tampson <laughs> fair enough you can find me on all the social medias at joseph scrimshaw you can like force center on facebook and follow us on twitter is at force center pod and until next time as luke skywalker once said well no one was really listening to him i care that's it for databank brawl Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.